Hey, I'm Ashley. I take my blog posts and I turn them into podcast episodes. I like talking about bootstrapping as a solo founder, so you can expect to hear about my experiences of building with Jack and advice you can take with you on your journey as a bootstrapped solo founder. Today I'm talking about how I improved with Jack's sign-up rate by 14%. I have a cold, by the way, so if I sound quite sniffly, that's why. So the very first time that I tracked with Jack's conversion rate, it was around about 26%. That was in December 2016, so 26% of the people who got a quote on with Jack's website became customers. And over the past 12 months, I've been working with various designers and developers and uh, on tweaking key parts of the customer journey. And now the conversion rate is at 40%. So that's a 14% improvement from 2016. Now, it is everybody's goal in life to launch with a polished, feature-rich product. And I kind of did the opposite, which I talked about in the last episode, Minimum Viable Process. A lot of the tasks at WithJack are manually processed by me, which means that I'm generating quotes and I'm binding the policies. And this is something that I thought would be a hindrance, but has actually stood me in good stead with talking to customers and building a better experience every day. I'm getting some form of customer feedback, good or bad. And like I said, I'll go into a lot more detail on that in the last episode. So I speak about launching with one polished feature in my talk, Idea to Execution and Beyond, which, by the way, I'm giving next month in Leads All Day Hey, so I'll put a link to that in the show notes. For with Jack, that one polished feature was the conversational interface. So this is where I channeled all my money and attention, uh, and there were other important parts of the customer journey that I launched without. For example, with Jack launched without a risk questions form. I was actually sending people to type form to answer them. And if you don't know what the risk questions are, it's basically um, the necessary part of getting insured is to see if your business is insurable or a massive liability in insurer's eyes. It's the biggest friction in with Jack's customer journey. Um, but it's an essential part. It just shows the insurer that um, you implement good practices like obtaining licenses for images you use, that you haven't had any claims in the past, that kind of thing. Now, bootstrapping means moving slowly, and this can be frustrating, that's an understatement, when everybody else around you is raising investment and moving quicker. But I've also really started to see bootstrapping as a blessing because it means not building features for the sake of it because I don't have the money to do that. It means taking one step at a time and using feedback to ensure that what we're building or the changes that we're making actually serve a purpose to our customers, to the business. So after launching with one polished feature, which like I said was the conversational interface, we then turned our attention to the risk questions. And that was a really quick win because like I said, we were using Typeform. So all we did was step away from Typeform and built a self-hosted form. Nothing fancy. In fact, it looked pretty awful. Uh, You can see some screenshots of it in the blog post about this, which again, I'll put in the show notes. Now, the risk questions suck, but not answering them 
would invalidate your policy. They are the worst part of the process and they embody everything that I hate about insurance legal jargon that nobody understands, text that doesn't read in plain English, questions that aren't really tailored to your chosen industry. You know, for example, I can't imagine any scenario where a web designer's work could result in loss of life, yet that is one of the questions. So frustratingly, I'm not allowed to change the risk questions, at least not now. In the future, I'm hoping that I have enough clout with the insurer that I work with to rewrite some of them. And this is a part of the process where I start to see users drop off. You know, the customer journey starts on this really friendly tone with the conversational interface, but it ends on something completely different, the risk questions. And transitioning from a chatty tone to stuffy and corporate is never going to be smooth. And that wasn't the only problem that I was finding. Some of the users who did hunker down and answer the risk questions quite frankly found the process confusing. They'd often ask, is this the final step? How do I pay? So there were three key problems that I noticed, and this is how we addressed them. The first problem was that people felt thrown by the change of tone and copy. And the second was that there was nothing to indicate that this was the final stage of getting insured. And the last key problem was that payments weren't clearly explained. You know, customers would receive an invoice after they submitted the risk questions, but that wasn't obvious. In fact, uh, somebody once bought insurance accidentally. And when I sent them their policy and their invoice, they said, oh, well, hold on a second. I didn't actually mean to buy insurance. I thought that this was just another step in getting my quote. So clearly there was a big problem. Last year, I was enjoying a weekend away in Inverary with Naomi Atkinson, a designer. And I was telling her about this because that's how awful my chat is. I talk about insurance and risk questions and things like that. And this is probably why nobody wants to hang out with me. So Naomi's a designer and she suggested redesigning the risk questions to address these common confusions. You know, the first being that people felt thrown by the change of tone and copy. Now, there isn't much that we can do about this at the moment. We did make one tiny change that has helped significantly. We switched the yes or no answers to true or false. And this framed the questions in a way that read slightly better. And that's worked really well. We no longer have people misunderstanding the questions and selecting the wrong answer. And emails from users asking for clarification about the questions has drastically reduced. So that was such a small change, yet has made a significant difference. There was nothing to indicate that this was the final stage of getting insured. So Naomi prefaced the form by outlining the steps. One, confirm your details. Two, answer the risk questions. Three, choose how you'd like to pay. And then we also changed the call to action from submit risk questions to get insured. Um, and uh, when, I'm, when I'm talking about this, it all sounds so horrendously simple. Um, you know, changing the call to action, this is the simplest fix, and yet that gave the, the form focus, uh, asking people to submit their risk questions uh, posed more questions. You know, why? Well, what happens once I submit these questions? What am I committing to right now? But providing a button that says get insured gives clear direction. Payment options weren't clearly explained. So we 
completely changed how payments are handled and we removed the option to pay by bank transfer and we've limited it to direct debit. So users can now choose monthly or annual payments. I would say about 95% of my customers choose to pay monthly. And taking those details right there from within the form make it feel more like a checkout process. It's eliminated any confusions around uh, the payment. So to actually see what the, this part of the um, customer journey looks like now, you should head over to the blog post where I've included some images. But all of these very simple tweaks, you know, nothing drastic, just tweaks to the copy and whatnot, all of those things significantly reduced the drop-off rate, changing the call to action, setting expectations by outlining the steps and offering better payment options. All of those things helped increase the conversion of quote to purchase by 14%. And as a bonus, since implementing those changes, nobody's accidentally bought insurance. Now, there is always work to be done. The sticking point is still the copy. Uh, the nature of the questions and the legal wording means that some people... Uh, still abandon the process without getting insured. And that really pains me because the benefits of being insured far outweigh any temporary inconvenience caused when buying it. It's a case of getting a cup of coffee, putting on your headphones and spending a few minutes pushing through the pain, which is a small trade-off for the sake of protecting your business from all of the awful situations that I've seen. But with that said... Uh, Scott, the designer that I'm working with, we both brainstormed how we're going to address this with the current version which we're building and we uh, we do think we've come up with a solution. So hopefully next time I'm talking about this, uh, there will be another increase in conversion rate. But another issue that Scott and I are tackling with the redesign is this feeling of abandonment once you buy your insurance because at the moment the customer journey is very much optimised around quoting and buying. But once you become a customer, with with most insurers, not just with Jack, it can feel a bit like you're being deserted. You know, like, we've got your money, here's your documents, bye. And that is until things get hairy or your annual renewal is due. So we're that's, that's what we're tackling with the current redesign, and I'll be sharing more about that soon. This is what I love best about building with Jack. It's listening to feedback and implementing it and then watching the effect it has. It's finding problems or inefficiencies and trying to solve them and ultimately getting more freelancers insured. So like I said, more changes coming and hopefully next time I talk about the conversion rate, it's um, it's seen a further increase. But really, that those three simple things, that's how we increased our conversion rate by 14%, changed the call to action, set expectations and offered better payment solutions. See you next time. Bye.